Amigos, and welcome back to Willie's View Podcast. It is season five premiere, and it's great to be back. All right, let's kick it off with some delicious food for y'all to cook. I know we're all in different areas, and um, of course, everybody has their different regulations of being staying at home during this pandemic of COVID-19. So I put out a recipe for y'all to enjoy. And this is from your H-E-B Primo Picks. This is a Bloody Mary Sloppy Joe Sliders. It serves three. Prep time would be about 10 minutes. Cooking time is about 20 minutes. Here we go. You're going to need a two-pound ground chuck, a one teaspoon of H-E-B Texas Prime Coarse Seasoning, 7 ounce of H-E-B diced white onion and bell pepper, 2 teaspoon of garlic, finely minced or crushed, a 32 ounce Bloody Revolution Bloody Mary mix ribeye flavor. So you're going to heat a large pot over a medium high heat. You're going to add your ground beef and seasoning to pan. Brown well about 5 to 6 minutes. You're going to add your onion, your bell peppers and garlic. Cook until translucent and starting to turn soft, about five minutes. Next, you add your Bloody Revolution to the pan. You reduce the heat to simmer and cook until it thickens, about 20 minutes. Then you're going to remove from the heat and serve on a mini slider Hawaiian bread rolls. Wow, you can't, can't go wrong with that. So try it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, feel free to leave suggestions, comments, all the cool stuff at williesviewpodcast at gmail.com. All right. So I hope everybody's staying safe out there. Remember to self-distance, wash your hands, keep your hands away from your face. And there's so much going on that I'm so excited to share with you. If you didn't know about it, it looks like there's going to be a Scream reboot. That's right. 
Don't know exactly the detail of when it's going to be released. I will give you all the updates on that. But I can tell you that a lot of the cast members are trying to return for such an exciting film. And um, our one beloved character that everyone enjoyed next to Sydney, of course, would be Dewey. And that's right. Dewey will be returning for the new uh, reboot. And um, if you all recall of the directors that were behind Ready or Not, that's right. They're going to be in charge of the project along with David Arquette. I cannot wait. I hope you all are as thrilled as I am. I know I am. I just love the excitement of all of this. It's just, it always excites me to no end. All right, so don't go away. I'm going to take a quick music break. And then when we return, we're going to be talking about Riverdale and Katie Keene. Two favorite shows. All right, we'll be right back. So a lot of you know that there's been a lot of controversy going on, craziness as it is, on Riverdale for the fans of who they think Archie should be with. You know, of course, it's either going to be Betty or Veronica, and that would mean that then she would lose Jughead and Veronica would lose Archie. Now, I don't know if that's y'all being a Bughead or a Barchie fan. But either way, people are definitely sharing their reactions to the pairing. Now, of course, we all know the common sense, of course, is, you know, you like a show, you don't, great. You can feel, you know, your emotions about it and share it. But sometimes people go a little overboard. And they're actually targeting cast members, uh, each other, fans attacking each other over these pairings and they even lashed out at the one actor that you just don't do and that would be um, KJ Appa himself which is you know Archie Andrews 
It's just showing the real lack of respect. So I got this little sound, about, sound bite for you off uh, KJ Apa's uh, media, and here's just a little taste of what he's saying back to the haters. Here we go. Good for him for standing up for such a crazy situation, but it's kind of sad that he has to do that to begin with because that's just really insane. I mean, come on, people. Let's be adults about this and be respectful. After all, did you know that, you know, targeting cast members like that, that's just going to get you to miss out on all the fun when they talk about on their show anything exciting on their media they'll block you and I don't blame them they should I know I would so as I was saying about um, Riverdale I'm gonna switch over just a little and I'm gonna pull this up for y'all on Riverdale, Kevin Fangs. It's one of my favorite couple. Kevin sneaks off to meet Fangs. You remember this back on Riverdale 4, episode 2? Here we go. I don't know. I didn't get a name. But 
information is not the only reason why you wanted to meet me, right? Kevin, Edgar and the rest of the farm don't think you can be trusted. Of course, I mean, if you found out who the witness was, that might change things. Get the name, and then we can be together. And then, of course, on that same episode, if you remember, Betty and Charles interrogate Kevin about the farm. Whether you're promoting a show or just trying to drive awareness, Spotify Ad Studio can help you reach your audience in every possible moment. Be heard. Thanks, hey. Can I at least hug you? Uh, I, I miss you so much. I've missed you too. But first, you said you had some information for me. Uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's a witness. The FBI found someone who is ready to come forward against Edgar. Who's the witness? I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't get a name, but. Information's not the only reason why you wanted to meet me, right? Kevin, Edgar and the rest of the farm don't think you can be trusted. Of course, I mean, if you found out who the witness was, I mean, that might change things. Get the name, and then we can be together. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll try. Good. You know how to reach me. You are so messed up, Kevin. Reggie. Kevin, you lied to me. You told me that you wanted to be my friend, and then you go out into the woods for some secret tryst with your cult boyfriend. I'm I'm sorry for for everything. I, I I truly do miss being your friend. You betrayed Betty after she gave you a chance. Yeah, I I, I, I wasn't thinking clearly. I just wanted to see things. No, no, you wanted to trade information so you could get back in the good graces of the farm. No! You're still one of them. I'm not. I swear, I'm not a part of anything. And you, you, Betty, you, you, you ignored me all summer, okay? And I, I understand, but I was alone. At least Fangs texted me back. He's all I have. Oh, poor Kevin. Here's another one that I enjoy with, um, Jughead. Here's season two, episode eight. Gonna have
Okay, we're going to do a little bit of Season 1 bloopers and your favorite jackets in there. Let's do it, you guys. 53 bat hole, take one. Here's a preview for the inside of The Sweet Hereafter. You remember Season 1, Episode 3. Enjoy! You did a bad thing, Daddy. And now everyone knows. Last episode we learned that the true murderer of Jason Blossom was not F.P. Jones, Jughead's father, but was in fact Jason's father, Clifford Blossom. When that truth came out, Clifford Blossom hung himself, leaving behind a lot of unanswered questions. Mayor McCoy wants my dad to name names in exchange for a lesser sentence. What? Whose name? The serpents. But meanwhile, Mayor McCoy hasn't even said the words Clifford or Blossom in public. Even though he didn't um, shoot Jason Blossom, FP did 
work to hide the body and clean up the mess. So he's in jail. This is Ms. Wise from Social Services. She's Jughead's caseworker. Your father's facing serious jail time. We just want to make sure that you're taken care of. They say that he's going to have to move in with a foster home on the south side and that he's going to transfer to Southside High. This is where I belong, okay? Southside High is nowhere near as nice as Riverdale High, and it seems to be a dangerous place, so you're kind of wondering, is Jughead going to fit in there, or is it going to be even worse for him there? Can I stay at home today? Absolutely not. It's so hard, Mommy. Protecting everything. I don't care. This episode is also a big, big episode for Cheryl Blossom. How are you crying? Hey, feeling quite hopeless and and uh, our gang tries to help with help or connect with her but she seems on a collision course with something very very dark uh, and very very dangerous all right now remember that Riverdale season five won't be returning until 2021 but um, the good thing is that I'm hearing from powers of B of this pairing for Archie and Betty, their story is not even over. It's going to pop up again with some shocking results that you can't miss. And it all happens on season five. Not to mention the big and expected time jump. Five-year time jump. I can't wait. Can you? All right. Don't go away. I'm going to take a quick music break. And then when I return, we're going to be talking about our favorite, Katie Keene. All right, I'll be right back. As I said, 
time to switch over to one of our other favorite shows, which is a Riverdale spinoff, Katie Keene. All right, let's try and check out season one of episode three. What becomes of the brokenhearted? It's just a promo, but hopefully you got to watch the episode, right? You're working. Do you want me to beg? I prefer a good grovel. Jorge Lopez is back on the market. The kitchen is full of smoke. Call that one one! In my next life, I want your optimism. Katie Keene, new series next Thursday at 8, 7 central, only on The CW. So, as you all know, that Katie's been trying to figure out the initials of what was on her uh, sewing machine. Of course, we're all believing that it could be this mysterious father... Um, in her past, her true biological father. What do y'all think? Do you think that Leo Lacey is really Katie King's dad? Or do you think there's more to it? And as you all saw for the season finale, and spoiler alert, unfortunately, K.O. did leave to pursue his dream of you know, being a boxer um, and wrestler, but Katie left. You know, she 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 stayed behind, and um, the new owner of Lacey's is the charming prince. Do you think there's a possible chance for them to reconnect? I think so. What do you think? Well, here's another favorite, season one, episode four, with a. Uh, Jorge, which you all know is Ginger.
heard the rumblings of a friend intervention. You guys, I appreciate it, but I'm fine. Truly. Honey, you're wearing ballet flats. You're clearly not fine. Barely slept since K.O. moved out. I've always been a night owl. Yeah, but you're usually out making clothes. I just... I haven't felt inspired. We know the perfect cure to help you get over K.O. Girls, night out. Some dancing, some drinks. We all chipped in and used your employee discount code. Guys... Beautiful, thank you. I just don't feel up for it. Katie girl, you gotta start dealing. I am. By throwing myself into work and other than you three, it's the only thing keeping me from a complete meltdown. I'm gonna be late, thank you. So, Mr. Cabot, what is on the agenda for our morning meeting? Well, I have a proposition for you, Miss McCoy. Hmm. I want you to meet the real Mr. Cabot, as in my father. I'm having drinks with him at his private club tonight. You should come. I don't know, Alex. If we go directly to my dad, prove to him how talented you are, then there's a chance he will finally relaunch Cabot Records. And he would adore you. So just you, me, and your dad? No Zandra, no boars, no curveballs. Okay. So, did you all like the pairing of Josie with Alex? Because I liked the chemistry. The story was a slow build-up, but it was interesting. Um, do you think that they will make it into the next season if the show does get picked up? Remember, you go on your media and just hashtag Renew Katie King. You go on the media, you can go on the page, you can go on Twitter, you can go on their Instagram. Let them know how much you love Katie Keene. And again, hashtag, Renew Katie Keene. Okay, here's another one of our favorites here. This one would be from episode 5. Here's the last one. This is episode six. It's just a little preview or a promo as they'd like to say. After years of dreaming, I had finally finished my Parsons application. I could have dropped it off at any mailbox in Washington Heights, but instead I went all the way downtown on the same block as my childhood apartment. I guess you could say I was clutching to the past, but the thing is, Parsons wasn't just my dream. It was my mom's, too. She may have had secrets, but all I wanted was to share this moment with her and K.O., but I couldn't. As hard as it was going to be, it was time for me to move on, to move forward. To Casey Keene, soon to join the ranks of Parsons Fashion Elite. Yeah. Aw, thank you guys. Now I just 
yes, but in the meantime, you need to celebrate. I know. And I know this might sound stupid, but I always pictured sharing this milestone with my mom. When I mailed that application, I imagined her there with me. That doesn't sound stupid, though. She'd be proud of you. This is also the kind of thing I'd want to share with K.O., but obviously I can't. Okay, I'm sorry you miss him, my love. I am, but you are young. You are single in New York City. It's time to have a little fun. Starting with that stud down the bar who has not stopped checking you out. Timothy Chalamet, I please. Well, that guy is hot. Guys, no, I'm not ready to date someone new. You don't need a date. What you need is a rebound with a capital Yes. Casual is key. I don't even remove a sock unless there's no chance of emotional attachment. Ooh, speaking of meaningless sex, if you'll excuse me, I have a date. Hey. Oh. Go on. Oh. Guys, I wish I could be like Pepper, but Kale was my first kiss. My first boyfriend. I mean, he's the only guy that I've ever, you know, been with. I'm sorry, you've only been with one guy? Josie. How are you feeling about the EP? I will feel better once I make it through this week. There's the listing party that Alex planned, and I still haven't told him that my contract stipulates that I babysit him. So, yeah. Every day, some new hobbyist queen who's Insta-famous strolls in here like she owns the place. Well, if it isn't Miss Busted Broadway, Devereaux, what you doing here, gal? I thought you was too good for Molly's. Just giving back to the less fortunate and scoping out my future Thursday night gig. Sis, no, no. Thursday's Ginger's Night. Oh, you haven't heard. The Miss Washington Heights pageant just moved to Molly's. Winner gets prime time, the most lucrative night at the bar, and the winner will be me, Deborah. Hmm. What's all this, then? Eggs. I love Frances. My nani must secret recipe. Anonymous taught you well. Did you see her often? Not uh, for a few years. We had a falling out. How heartbreaking. What happened? When my parents split, Nanima wanted me to go to India with her and my mom. I wanted to stay, go to Tish, and become the next Spike Lee. She never forgave you. She tried to bribe me with an early inheritance, but... Avoiding my calls. We need to talk. Um, can it wait? I have company. The palace found out that I helped you and they fired me. I'm so sorry. I helped you get out of the hotel. I loaned you money and you ghost me. I, I thought we were friends. We are. We are friends. I, uh, recently came into a new business relationship and I'm expecting a big payday. So, as soon as the money comes in, I will pay you twofold. I promise. If you don't, I'm going to the police. At this point, probably never. I just found out I lost my spot. ¿Y por qué? What happened? Because Molly's hosting some stupid drag pageant, and now my slot goes to whatever fame-thirsty queen has the tightest tuck. Okay, calmate. Being angry isn't going to win your spot back. Show these queens who they're messing with. I'm an artist, okay? Broadway wouldn't give me a stage. I made my own at Molly's. You still can't... All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, don't forget to join me tomorrow when my co-host, John Chabron, returns.
You never know what he's going to talk about. All right. Remember to stay safe, self-distance, wash your hands, and don't touch your face. All right, everybody. I'll catch you on the flip side.
to cry.